Welcome to Words to Lead By. I'm Linda Parkhouse. If you're new to the podcast, new episodes come out the first and third Mondays of each month. I'm honored you would spend some time listening and would love to know what you think about them. Today's word to lead by is choose life. When we experience the pain of another person's anger, abuse, a choice they made we have no control over, or an unexpected medical diagnosis, our enemy, Satan, tells us we have no choices, that our options are gone completely, that we just have to be a victim or a survivor. Since Satan is a liar, the best he can do is partial truth. That's his specialty. He weaves his lives, leaving a shred of truth in them. Way back in the Garden of Eden, that's what happened with Adam and Eve. The enemy told them the truth they had was only partly true. He lied. To deal with partial truth, we have to untangle the lies from the truth and get the truth part spot on. Francis Frangipane once gave this example in his amazing course, In Christ's Image. According to the Bible, Satan is an accuser of believers, so he's constantly taking us in front of the court of heaven and accusing us of things. Frangipane suggests we take the accusations to God and ask what part of them has some truth, repent of the sin identified, and then ignore the enemy from that point on. It's about submitting to God before you get to his court. We can do the same with the lies and half-truths the enemy weaves for us. Ask God what is true in what you're believing, and then reject what isn't, moving forward in strength with what is true. For example, you had no choice when that person chose to abuse you. That part is true. You do have choices now, however. You can choose to pursue inner healing or stay stuck. You can choose to forgive or not. You can choose to set boundaries or not. You can choose to keep your boundaries or not. There are many choices to make. In the case of a medical issue, you can choose to live in defeat and hopelessness, or you can take all the feels and all the questions to God and wrestle it out with Him. He is not in some far-off corner ignoring you. He is with you in this. Have a listen to The Humanity of Jesus by Melissa Helzer on your own podcast platform. She understands illness and healing and following Jesus like few I've ever heard. If you've suffered injustice, you can be angry, but don't stay that way. If you let anger take root, it will fester and pour out of you in actions you'll later regret. In the movie Brian Banks, the title character, a real person, was convicted of a crime he didn't commit. He learned a valuable lesson in prison from a mentor. The only thing in life he could control was between his ears, his mind. He first became free in his mind and eventually was exonerated. By the way, it's a really good movie. I recommend it. Brian learned to evaluate his response to his circumstances and essentially choose life over death. Sometimes the person we need to stop being angry at or unforgiving toward is ourself. When we turn anger or hatred inward, it often is manifested by depression. I have been there on this one. I had to untangle years of stinking thinking in order to be free of depression. 
I took meds and I got counseling. There's no shame in that. Please ask for help if that's where you're living right now. So in our choice day by day, we choose life or death. We either choose God's life-giving way or we choose death by anger, bitterness, unforgiveness, hatred, you fill in the blank. Our best example in all of these situations is Jesus. He suffered injustice, ridicule, abuse, rejection, being wrongly accused, and many more things on our behalf. The Bible book of Hebrews tells us he was tempted just as we are, but he didn't choose to miss the mark of holiness set by his Father God. He chose obedience to the truth, obedience to God. The injustice wasn't removed, but his heart was pure. The abuse was real, and his forgiveness was complete. What will you choose? I sure hope you choose life. As always, I like to end with some application points. Getting knowledge without taking action makes us a pain in the you-know-what to others. Live what you know and be a better leader. So here goes. First, read the Bible so you know what is true about God and about you, what He actually says versus what you've been told He says. This is so crucial. We often take what other people say God says as the truth, but we're really taught in Scripture to go look at the words of God for ourselves and to, and to evaluate whether what people say about Him is actually true. The second application is when in a crisis, feel the feels with God and invite Him to point out the lies you're gravitating to in your mind. Reject those lies and bathe your mind in the truth of God's words. If this podcast was helpful to you, please leave a review where you subscribe to podcasts. And if you think someone else would enjoy it, please share it with them. Catch you next time on Words to Lead By.